Hey, welcome back to the show, fellow slingers. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master Brian, welcoming you to another episode of our Dragon's Demand run through. You know, I gotta say, it's it was one of those things that we tried and tested as far as our, our mechanics for the show, and I think that uh, we've given everybody a heads up that we're probably, we are heading back towards 5e on this, starting on this episode right now. But don't forget, we'll be picking up other systems along the line. I just want to remind everybody, just stay tuned, man. We got things in the mix. We got things in the works. We still dropping Delta Green episodes of our, uh, what's it called again? <laughs> Sweetness, man. Sweetness. Sorry, I got so many things going on in my mind right now. It's, it's pretty cold here. It's like 42 degrees here in Florida, man. People are wrapping up their trees because of the frost. They're wrapping up their basketball hoops because of the frost. Anyways, I'm not worried about that. Uh, but what we should be worried about is occasionally we have a Wi-Fi internet droppage. And on this episode, we want to apologize for it. Uh, one of our hard slingers was having some problems with his Wi-Fi. We try to smooth it over, over for the continuity of the show. So occasionally you'll hear Junior drop out every so often. But uh, hopefully it, it doesn't interrupt your uh, immersion into the process there. Uh, as always, I want to remind you guys, if you want to write into the show, write us in at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com. Check us out on YouTube at RollTheHard20. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Hit that little like bell and and leave a comment. I'll be more than happy to give you a shout out on the show. Don't forget, like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those wonderful places. And remember, leave us that five-star rating and review on whatever podcast app you listen to the show on. I mean, we're out there on all the ones. we got Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're on Amazon, and we're on Audible now. Audible! What is? What are the odds of that? I don't even know how they picked us up, but I'm glad they did pick us up there, too. Okay, I'm not going to waste any more time, so warm up your dice and top off your glass as Roll the Hard 20 Podcast presents Episode 39 of our Dragon's Demand Run-Through. Checking boxes. But it's a really good game. Recording in progress. Yeah, she's sexy, man. I like that voice. Mm. Little robotic. Little mm -hmm. robotechage, little <laughs> like a female Terminator. Hurt me. Hurt How's me. Everyone baby. doing tonight? Good. Oh. Yeah. Glad to be back at it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, welcome back, gentlemen. All you fine sailors. Are we ready to play some uh, D and D? Yes. yes. As in dragons demand. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. see what you did there. Yeah, you like that. That's on the fly. I just made that up. I didn't even write that shit down. You know, you're pretty fly for a white guy. I am. I totally am. In fact, I'm so fly. I got to write the time. Junk it down. Junk it. Sorry, I was fixing my hip point now that we've gone back to 5e. So now, did you guys just pull up your old D&D &D character, just like reload them in D&D &D yep. Beyond? Yep. And so I just updated it and... You updated hit points to where you were at after yep. dealing Correct. with Lodo. Because yeah. Lodo was an ass. Yeah, he was kind of well, a dick. Let me lead us in and uh, we'll talk about Lodo. 
will take a load off your brain. (laughs) 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 Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted DM, Brian, welcoming you once again to another episode of our Dragon's Demand run through and with me, the Hard Slingers. Yeah. It's been a little while, man. I'm really happy everyone's back. We're back with 5e again. I hope we don't lose any listeners. If we did, they weren't going to stick around anyways. But don't leave, please. <laughs> and go visit the Patreon page, patreon.com slash roll the hard 20 podcast. So after dealing with Lodo, how's everyone doing hit point wise? I'm still okay. You still okay? Everybody's still okay? Yeah. Only down four. I dodged some of that stuff. I'm just dipping and dodging and ducking. I just... managed to like evade all of those, <laughs> those fire attacks that he was... I, I honestly thought that that was going to be somebody's demise. Not that I was relishing it, but I just wanted to capture, screen capture the face of the person that went down. Except that Lodo kept going after the one person who resisted the exactly. Was well, you know, for him to have left the lineup, and at times I did roll to see who he would go after because he had multiple targets, and he just happened to keep dealing with Flint and. It didn't pan out well for poor Lodo. But Stabi, you managed to procure a new little toy for yourself. It is. I'm going to shoot lightning bolts out of my ass. Just going to gonna cheek that thing, huh? <laughs> yep. It's a free action. <laughs> That's right. Just yeah. Help me starfish this thing. It's a free yes, I'd like to take a free action and shoot lightning bolts out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, you guys are on the third floor of Hunclay's Manor, which I don't know if it's essentially a third floor. It's an observatory that's at the very pinnacle of this uh, of his manor. They really wouldn't consider it a uh, an area where you would basically live. But you guys have just finished the battle. What would you like to do while you're uh, hanging out? Because I think I think I had uh, mentioned that uh there were a couple tables mm-hmm. um warren's going to take his time and uh is going to take the remainder of the time once we make sure that everyone else is still standing and that lodo is not um and he will continue um inventorying the rest of what's in here um particularly on the tables okay and there were two tables there was one against the southern wall and one mm-hmm. against the eastern wall. Which wall? Mm-hmm. Which uh, table would you like to? Um, I think Warren's closest to the southern wall, mm-hmm. following the combat. So he's probably just going to start there. Um, oh. Weren't there? Uh, weren't there uh, some scrolls on there, or was that down there in was, the previous room? There was a quite a numerous amount <clears throat> of scrolls that were on this particular table. All the other stuff seemed to be lying on the on the eastern table. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you step up closer to the southern table and you start looking at these scrolls, they they appear to be bigger than a, an Arcana scroll that you would be more familiar with. They're probably about 14 to 16 inches long and furled up. Okay. Um, very, very carefully taking my time, uh, making sure that like they don't have some sort of magic trap on them. Um, and then Warren will probably, uh, very carefully with his mage hand, try to open up, um, one of them at a time, 
um just to make sure it doesn't like you know they don't have like explosive runes or other fun things like that okay as you peel it open start twirling mm-hmm. it out with your magic hand I'm, I'm assuming you probably put something on one end to keep it from mm-hmm. you know doing the toilet paper roll on you you would assume correctly i would um you notice that it as it opens up it appears to be a star chart mm-hmm. and looking at it uh it, it looks as though it's the chart itself seems to be focusing in on a strangely empty looking portion of the sky like however it's been drawn out or mapped out uh the center portion of this chart which is probably about 20 inches when it's fully open 20 by 16 you see that there are stars on the peripheral portions of this of this chart but it seems to be focused in on a dark portion like where it's it has it's absent of any stars in the center of it hmm okay um after making sure that this um uh particular scroll is not going to detonate in his face warren will go ahead and pick it up and uh just not taking more than a minute he's not going to spend a lot of time on this but he will like walk over to the window of the observatory like kind of holding the chart up and like seeing like okay where might this be yeah and the the windows is overhead it's like a a glass dome Mm. Okay. So yeah, Warren will just take a few minutes. He'll like have the chart in his hand and like just try to like move it around and kind of like line up, see if there's any like particular constellations that he can uh, recognize that are on the chart, and then see if he can find them in the sky and make an intelligence check. Mm-hmm. Where are you doing it? Hey Warren, we're on the clock here. Can you speed it up? What are you doing over there? I see you looking at paper, holding it up to the air. We got yes. things to do. Uh, are you going to assist? No, I don't know. Man's complex. I'm not. A, I'm not equipped with with appropriate plumbing, magical, <laughs> or arcane <laughs> expertise. And I, uh, I hold my rapier up and say, "This is what I'm good at." And you do quite well with it. Thank you. Now, allow me to do something that I am quite good at. Okay, uh, that up. was a. 20 on the intelligence check 20 as you're holding up this star chart and you're looking through the uh through the dome you can see that there are are cloisters of stars and now that the sun has basically gone down Mm -hmm. uh it's somewhere still on a horizon to the uh to the west Mm -hmm. so you still have some light diffusion but from what you can tell you kind of get an idea that it might be in the northern portion of the sky Mm-hmm. But with the unaided, uh, through an unaided eye, you really can't tell if this is what the actual constellation is or mm-hmm. absence of a constellation, if that makes sense. Okay. Because there's a, there's a lot of portions in the sky that are dark, uh, but you don't know if it's because of the light diffusion of the sun still setting further off on Galarian or if it's just the room itself um, without the assistance of some other device, perhaps. Okay. By the way, are there any um, candle settings in here? No. Okay. If I may, um, I think while Warren's got the thing and he's looking up at the big glass, um, all of a sudden, if I may, 
you see the body of Lodo just fly up and hit the glass because Dempsey just punts the crap out of it. <laughs> like, you little bastard. <laughs> and it just like hits like a uh, bug and then like slowly, like slow motion slides down <laughs> across the observatory. And, and, and when you like, kick him, he makes yeah. like a, a noise like a squeaky duck would. No. <laughs> and uh, he's just like, like wipes his hands and he goes over to Flint. He's like, how are you doing? Kind of reaches down, touches his shoulder. You all right? That was a rough one. I think Flint's frozen. <laughs> I think Flint all right. Frozen. There he is. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> he was held up in the field goal maneuver the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually really oh. funny. So as you're looking at this this chart and you realize, okay, it's it's probably somewhere up in the sky. Mm-hmm. It's focusing in on a on an absence of stars. Mm-hmm. And you realize that there's a, a lot of these scrolls that are on that particular table. There's probably at least 45, 50 of these things on the table. Obsessed. Okay. What'd you say? Obsessed? Um, he's obsessed. A little bit. A little yeah. bit. Um, Warren is going to have a conversation with the uh, um, Baroness. So. Um, um, after kind of inventorying the scrolls, are any of them um, spell scrolls or are they all star charts? They all appear to be in and around the same dimension of wadded up uh, paper, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, most likely they're they're probably not spell related. Okay. You know, as you roll up one, you know, un- unfurl one, you see, okay, this is, this one looks similar to the first one I unrolled, and you roll a, unroll another one just at random, and they all seem to focus in on on dark portions of the night sky, mm. and not the same area you originally saw. This is like okay, okay, this, and you get the the idea that there are different dates too. So maybe these he's watching these constellations as they maneuver through the sky throughout the days, month, you know, weeks, months, and even years, because he's been here for, I think, seven years he's been here in Belheim. Okay. Um, Warren prob- Warren's not going to, like, do the whole, like, measuring them up against the sky. Maybe, like, the first two, no more than three. Yeah, because I don't um, think Lodo's body could withstand you looking through all 50 of them. No. <laughs> no. I and and ne- neither, neither could our rogue. Um, if we're looking at going down to the basement... It might be a good idea to take a short rest. Now, um, um, without metagaming, you don't know there's a basement. Oh well, we've mentioned it. We've oh, did you mention it? it? Well, yeah, we've yeah, talked and about it. Not yeah. only that, not only that, but um, what's his name? The disturbance. Uh, yeah. Yes, he he definitely mentioned it and cautioned us. So Dempsey's well aware that there's a basement. You know, I want Miss everybody Custodian. to. Uh, to go ahead and make a, a, a pers- uh, an insight check, actually. Insight, you say. See if Lodo was telling the truth. Oh. Ten. What'd you get? Ten. Ten. Stubby. Thirteen. Thirteen. Flint. Seven. Seven. Warren. My nose is in the charts. I got a whole five. Ooh. Who had the thirteen? The rogue. The rogue did. As you guys are talking about your next course of action, uh, and you guys have been basically use, using this uh, this map that Grengold Lenton had provided you, and I'm not talking about the hand-drawn map, but I'm talking about the blueprint that he got from the Mason's Guild 
Guildhouse, you realize that his blueprint does not include a subterranean floor. The spiral staircase that you see on the blueprint leads up to the second floor. But that's all you see in the blueprint. Uh, you know, it's it's a top-down version, but it, you never see a drawn portion of a subterranean floor. Oh, unpermitted basement. Uh, the city's going to be up in the this. The city's going to be all up in this. There's no permit. No permits. Got to go. Can't sell the place. Fill it. Fill it in. <laughs> yeah, the Baron Baroness is going to be pissed. Um, well... And you guys have been down a little ways down in there too, so. Okay. Um, Warren is uh, going to just finish taking inventory of the star charts. He'll make like a couple of brief notes about like what he observed with them. Um, and But other than that, he just, he's ready to move on to the next table. Okay. You see that there's an, an exquisite platinum astrolab there, which is used to plot constellations it's it's like a handheld device mm -hmm. uh, you see there are six rare looking tomes of uh you can tell by the binding that they're from uh tal they're of taladan pedigree and you see a couple of really regal looking telescopes uh, and that's really all that covers the rest of this table nothing okay. else of, of any value i will take a moment and kind of inventory them um, put the astro like for the entry for like the astrolabe will be like uh, more GDP than the whole town worth more than the GDP of the whole town possibly I mean we'll have to let the uh, Baroness's individuals come in and, and make the proper assertion uh, mm -hmm. of, of what their value is yep and then um, once he's done, uh, Warren will turn around and look to the others and say, well, I am complete here. Um, That's got to be a relief to Stubby. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Go. Uh, Warren just makes an after-you gesture to Stabby towards the uh, stairs. Oh. Oh. Flint did not want to have any of that. Okay, so you guys start heading down the spiral Man, staircase. Man. Work your way down. Down to the second floor. You're with the library. You know that Hunkley's master bedroom's there. You know that the uh, study is on the other side. Keep piping down the stairs down to the first floor where you're in the entryway mm -hmm. again. And you know the spiral staircase will continue to go down. Okay. Is there a, um, is there a, um, the stairs just keep going? Is there any cover over the stairs or anything? No, it's just like a large, uh, well, there's a railing. Yeah. Like a, like a three foot railing for, to be held onto, but it goes, you know, from the, <clears throat> cause you, you had to take the ladder out of the observatory down to the second, uh, second floor. Then from there, you take the spiral down to the, the first floor and then you take it you would take it one more time to the sub floor is there a light down here it's all low lit imagine uh, maybe uh, i can't see i can't see well in the dark guys so somebody's gonna that have to go before me that's okay warren's got his night sight back so so i'm, uh, I'm imagining you guys go all the way down 
and you mm-hmm. find yourselves once again in this large storage room that is uh, 20 feet wide from east to west and probably about 60 feet from north to south and you see against the west wall at about 30 feet along that west wall there's a door and it's the only door that we see it's the only door and like i I mentioned before um just as a reminder this room is filled with crates okay big crates small crates can you Uh, can you describe the dimensions of that room again yes it's uh 20 feet by 60 feet you guys are you deposit yourself in the southeastern corner and against the western wall 30 feet along it there's a door okay and there's the crates in here does is there a particular smell that might identify what this room is storing not from just standing there smelling it and i can't remember if you guys had opened any of these boxes or not i don't remember i think we did originally Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, did I'm you, ask, Flint, did you guys look in those? Or no? No. I don't remember. How many crates are we talking about? Like five or like... 100? No, there's probably like 40 crates. Okay, and so some are stacked on top of the other. They they run along the, the east and west walls. Periodically, there might be one in the center, you know, to work around or whatever. Uh, all against the northern wall. They just cover the, the northern wall up to okay. about uh, four feet high. Sorry, Stabby, uh, were you uh, observing something? Um, I'm having a little trouble in the lighting here. Where's the door again compared to, to where we entered? Well, you came down the spiral in the southeast corner. And if you turn, if you're facing north and you turn to the left, the wall is 20 feet away from you. If you go to that wall and you walk 30 feet up that western wall, you're going to see a door right in the western wall more on the northern side of the room no still southern because the the room itself okay. is it's the door is probably 20 feet sorry 20 25 feet okay but it's on the western side of the room yeah okay dempsey is gonna reach into his backpack and pull out a potion he's not gonna take it but he's gonna have it ready and then what i'd like to do is just start walking through cautiously and just see if there's anything down here with us Okay. Uh-huh. You're... Go ahead. No, I'm just listening to what you guys are saying. Oh, um, Warren is going to uh, hold out his hand, and then he has um, a, a, a very small little ball of light, or a ball of fire will appear over it. It doesn't give much light, uh, not more than about like uh, five feet or so. Warren can see perfectly fine. Um, he's using this to kind of like uh, help people pay attention to where he is, and he's going to uh, start moving uh, through the crates. Um, I'll take a look at are like the the crates. You said that there's like two or three in the, in the middle of the room, like away from the walls. Yeah, but they're like more in the the center of this long ass room. Um, okay. I want to ask you: Is that ball of flame? Is it? Can it make things flammable? I mean, uh, so I'm using the control flames cantrip. Okay. Uh, it like it it basically think of it like a little candle in his hand. 
Okay. If he dropped it. Sure. You're just going to suck that flame right up, aren't you? Just Exactly. Exactly. You, you you know me so well. I got to ask, Junior, does your Wi-Fi break down every time someone flushes the toilet in that house? Or what it, the it fuck, It sure seems dude? like it. Holy shit, uh, dude. <laughs> Uh-oh. Here he goes again. Anyways, moving on. Okay, so let's go to the... Which crate would you like to look at first? Warren? Um, I'll just look at the closest one in the middle. And does it appear to be sealed? They all appear to be hammered, like nailed. I Lids don't know. Down. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, you got to do something with you, Flynn. Um. Anyways. Um. Okay. Uh. I'll kind of motion over to Dempsey with like the little flame in my hand, and say, Dempsey, can you? Do you think you can open this? Give it a try. <laughs> I use my bonus action. Um, can I use your crossbow or your your what the crowbar? Hell? The crowbar, yeah, yeah. I yeah, was, like, I was, gonna, I, I was waiting to see what you're gonna do if you're gonna karate chop it or not. But oh, yeah. yeah, you can use the crowbar. Okay. Right. So Dempsey's just gonna Let's make know. a strength check. Um, do I get a advantage with that? Oh, with the crowbar. Oh, um, no. that'll be first. I don't play a lot of five. Okay, I'll give I'll give uh, you a plus uh, a plus one with the crowbar. Okay, cool. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. The lid pops open, nice. and you see the inside. There's a like a lot of hay, as though they used it for you know a straw for absorbing impacts while the crate's being moved in transit or whatever. Kind of fish around in there, and you feel a few. Uh, like glass bottles. Potions? Okay. I'll pull one up and check it out. Okay. Is it liquor? It, well, the, the lid's sealed and wax sealed. And the bottle itself is like a like a foggy glass kind of a bottle. Is there, and there's no label on it? No. Okay. Looking at it, Ken Warren, I... Uh, I'm assuming, given the nature of the building that we're in, that it's some form of magic. Can can Warren try to identify that? Can sure, I go ahead. can I try to identify that? Sure, go ahead. He's running moonshine, boys. Right. Uh, that is a 17 on an Arcana. This thing does not give off any type of uh, Arcana aura whatsoever. That doesn't appear to be uh, magical in properties at all. Okay. Let's drink it. Yeah, we can't uh, inventory it if we don't know what it is, right? I mean, that's what question marks are for. I'm looking at you for uh, direction. Yeah, question. Uh, you want to just leave it as liquids? Uh, yes. Um, unknown bottled liquids. I'll take a quick count of how many bottles there are in the crate. Um, hmm. Let's check one more crate, see if it's the exact same thing, or it might be something a little different. Okay, this particular crate had about 15 of these bottles in there. Okay. Probably nitroglycerin. Go ahead and pop open another crate for me, Dempsey. Ooh, that's a good one. That is 21. 21. You pop this sucker open, and there's less straw in there and more of like a like a sand. And you see these uh, bars that are about six inches long by three inches by uh, one inch thick. So six by three by one. They, they appear to be uh, 
almost like a like a clay type bar. Hmm. They give yeah, us like a new type of a, aroma to them. What type of aroma is that? It smells very clean, almost oh. cotton fresh. It's okay. not like um like a metal or ceramic or anything. No. Hmm. Uh I mean Warren will again see if it's something that might be magic of some some fashion. Okay. From your uh, latent observation, you don't think that this thing gives off any type of arcana whatsoever. Okay. Um, I'll put it down, and then Warren will just do a quick um, count of how many crates there are. Okay. And then he'll just note that, um, and then just, like... Uh, and, and he'll do, like, a, a quick glance at each one and just, like, make sure, is it sealed? Um, do any of them appear like they've been opened recently or not nailed shut? It, it's hard to tell because it almost looks like they're all closed, but some of the lids look as though they've been pounded on. Maybe if somebody would open them, take what they needed, close the lid back. Uh, as you do your head count on these crates, you see there's 27 of them in this room. They're all different Counting sizes. Counting the ones that we've already looked at? Yeah, count the ones okay. you've already looked at. Okay. What sort of business was Mr. Hunclay in? Some sort of import-export? Certainly possible. It's one of the ways that he may have uh, been able to afford um, uh, trust me um, Dempsey, trust me Stabby and, and Flint if if the townsfolk knew the how much gold value is in this mansion mansion probably would not be standing Blink Flint like twice for yes. <laughs> I was just watching. <laughs> that was that was pretty intense. It just it's like we <laughs> looked like you just got pulled over, <laughs> right? Um, Warren, I will uh, look around and um, just turn to the others and say, this particular room will require much much more detail, and so we will need to um, let the Baroness know of that. Yeah, I don't think she expects you to uh, inventory the mundane. Yeah. She's probably looking at whatever uh, would have some kind of value that she could mm -hmm. then report. Well, once you report it to her, she would then report it back to his next of kin. Well, that's just it. Is like this room, there is no, like, without spending a lot more time here, Warren can't tell what has value in here and what doesn't. No, that's true. I mean, I don't know how in-depth you want to get with and how much time you want to spend because, like yeah, Stephanie's no, been saying, you know, the clock's ticking. Yeah, no, Warren is, yeah. is basically, he's he's going to, like, he's going to notate 27 crates. One crate has, you know, X. One crate has Y. rest of the crates require significant time to inventory. Let's just... How much time would you think you would spend in this room just to get a cursory idea? Uh, you mean how much time do you, I think that we've already been here or? No, no. Like if you, unless you oh, want to oh. say, okay, we're done with these two crates. Let's move on. Or say you want to spend some more time. You tell me. No, 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 no. Once Warren is done, like counting the crates, making sure oh. that there's nothing that is like currently open. He's going to just leave it at that and okay. suggest we move on. Because I know that Stubby and Dempsey had made mention about a one of Hunkley's little caves someplace north of town. I know that they're. I could see Stubby just <laughs> fucking salivating for this. He's thing. like, 
what are we doing here? Fuck this place. Right. Hey, Dempsey, when when you had your uh, discussion with the Baroness before you met up with us, did she mention anything to you about the mansion? Anything special that we needed to like stay away from or information that you may have that might aid us here? She just said, keep you guys out of trouble. Make sure you don't rob the place blind. Like bodyguard? Exactly. So Did, more like overseer. <laughs> more than bodyguard. Do you believe that, that we're in some sort of imminent danger here? I mean, we've already been attacked several times. There's traps everywhere. I mean. Hmm. Hey, would you want to come over to this door with me and just see if uh, if we hear anything on the other side, maybe, while Warren's finishing up the... Yeah, let's do it. you have another candle cap that you're putting on? <laughs> I have a torch. <laughs> um, could I get uh, Warren to just, like, throw a little fire on it? Oh, yeah. We'll do that. So I have some way to see inside here. But yeah. Warren, Warren can't actually, like, just throw raw fire so he actually just like holds his little tiny little ball of fire up to the end of the torch that's sweet and then he'll actually gesture uh, he'll extinguish his uh uh fire he'll gesture at the torch and the torch now gives double um double the radius of light nice. so now yeah. i'm the target it's to be uh, i'm gonna make my way over to that western door and I'm just going to pause for a moment and just listen to see if I can hear anything on the other side of that door. I'm guessing a perception check. Give it to me. The perception check. <laughs> a whopping three. <laughs> you don't hear shit. Do I see? Do I see anything uh, coming from underneath the door? Any light? No. The the door, the door. seems to be. Wow, that was weird. Did you hear that? A little bubble roboto um, oh no it was my dice roll on oh sorry uh the door itself seems to be fairly flush with the stone floor you're like totally see- flush or uh flush enough to where you're not seeing anything beneath it um i put my hand down uh by that by the bottom of the door do i feel a breeze or anything no it's just cold same kind of coolness that you feel on your side Okay, and the as I'm facing the door, what side are the hinges on? On the right side, it looks like the door pulls into you with the handle on the left side. So the door opens inward into the room. That's correct. Okay, um, I'd like to do a um, another perception check to see if if perhaps that door is trapped in any way. Okay. 10. From what you can tell, you'd think that it is not trapped. You're fairly confident. Dempsey, I, I, I don't think there's a trap on this door, but um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a try. Just just be prepared. So I'm going to try it? Um, yeah. Yeah, please. Go ahead. You're, okay. You're Dempsey's little bit going to see if it's locked. It is not locked. All right. And he looks at Flint and he's like, sorry. And uh, he'll open it up and into the room. You open the door and you see 
that there's a long hallway that stretches from north to south. And that's, it appears to be 10 feet wide, but you can't see anymore unless you actually stick your head out. and <clears throat> Take a peek at what's going on. Are you guys ready to go? Flint, what I'm are you sorry. doing right now? Flint's over by um, Warren right now, just helping him out. Trying to close up the boxes and move on out. Okay. As you guys have looked at a few boxes, I'm assuming, as you guys have gone through, you get the idea that most of the boxes that you've gone through, you've probably gone through about another four boxes out of these 27. And they're all different mundane stuff. Uh, you get a feeling that it's typical housewares, items, house cleaning supplies, uh, maybe food and stuff that won't rot. That's basically what you're finding down in these crates down here. Yeah, of the, of the ones that you've looked at. You call those people that like set up everything in their house? So Orders. Like if, yeah. Orders. There's another like preppers. Stage. He's a stage. prepper. Stagers. Like a new house or like a house that's for sale. They stage it for photos. No, 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 no. I think he's I think those he's are intense hoarders, yeah. preppers. <laughs> They're incredibly organized hoarders. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I think um uh I, I think the the proper term is uh, uh preppers who are like ready for like the zombie apocalypse and have okay. like everything yeah, stored. Yep. But anyway. If, hey, if any of the uh, uh, listeners know exactly what we're talking about and we are completely incorrect, please email us at rollthehard20podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, there's my man. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well. oh, I think I got like, it. Wait, wait. Anyways, okay. I'll put you on the spot, Warren. There we go. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, what once... Warren's reasonably certain of that, or once I'm reasonably certain of that, um, I'll go and join. Um, or they just Dempsey have a really good deal. At <laughs> you always right. save if you buy in bulk. I agree. So the guy's obviously <laughs> worried about his money. Extreme couponers. Um, yeah, so let's proceed down the hallway. Yeah. Okay, so you guys poke your way out into the hallway. And from where you are, you see the hallway runs north to south. From where you are currently positioned you see that it goes to the north for 70 feet from where you are right now mm -hmm. and to the south for 20 feet from where you are and then the hallways both go to the west is this like with these dimensions would that be beyond the dimension of the what's above in the mansion yeah okay so this thing could be massive and you fact, said that Flint, why don't you go ahead and make a uh, stone cutting to get an idea just how much further where you think that this this hallway extends beyond the parameters of the house above. Okay. Or not. <laughs> yeah, or not. <laughs> a secret tunnel all the way up to his cave in the north of Belham. I, I so, think last time when we were in we were crawling almost in the, what would it be? We were heading to the west and coming from the woo. Heading to the wet and going to the woo? Where woo? No, he makes like a point shots. that you guys had. Uh, so handsome. I think you had gone. Tower, and I had a feeling. You broke up again, Flint. 
I think when we were going down investigating the witch's tower, we were heading down the tunnels and heading west, like towards the Bellheim, like towards Hunclay's Manor. Possibly. Yeah, so that was my, my feeling last time. Flint wasn't able to make a successful roll, but that was his initial gut feeling. Well, when you guys went down, um, <clears throat> down to the witch's tower, you went down a level and then you started going south where they had all those prison cells. And mm-hmm. then you went to the east and then you went through some other rooms where the floor dropped and you had the ghost and all that stuff. And then at one point it it went north and then it cut back to the east and then you found the area that was all caved in right about the area where you found Warren's ring. And that yeah. looked like the point of origin where the whole place had collapsed. Now, whatever this thing collapsed, if there were any tunnels that led into this room, anything else, you were unable to investigate because it looked like a lot of the debris had covered up most of that room. The only thing you were able to find was the uh, the little tunnels and then the hole that dropped you down that led you to the uh, to the quarry where the kobolds were living. Yeah. Mm. Okay. A secret underground tunnel. So, but these are these are not uh, cut out of the earth. These are stone laid from floor this is, to ceiling. Okay, so this is like a stone mason like hall. Like yes, definitely. So this is not a uh, some little kobold chewed his way through the earth. No, this is highly precise stones that have been laid in the floor, along the, the- walls, in the ceiling. I wonder how old is there a date on the blueprint that we have it can't be more than seven years old okay because that's when uh hung clay had commissioned greg olinton mm-hmm. to build the manor above ground so, um i'll see more than something that was already existing what's that i said unless he built it on something that was already existing Nobody knows. Well, and, uh, Warren turns to Flint and asks, do, do you know how old this stonework is? How long it's been here? I could take a crack and try to... Yeah, Dempsey just kind of runs his hand down like the, the clean masonry, and he's like, is this magic? How would you even make this? It's like, perfect. Mm, dwarves are pretty adept. And Warren, like, thumbs over it the uh, Flint, who's apparently lost in thought as he's... <laughs> he's stroking his beard. Well, it looks like it's been here for quite some time. No I... more than a couple of years. Are there any doors in this uh, hallway? Not in the hallway. Steady a little bit. Flint, you keep breaking up, man. I think you got better. <laughs> You're muted, sir. You're muted. I was trying to move to a different spot, but uh, I rolled a 15 on stone cutting, trying to study it a little bit more, see if I could date it. It looks like the stones themselves look very, very old, but as far as how they're buttressed together, the mortar between them looks to be maybe six and a half years old, six, you know, under seven years old. (sighs) 
Well, there is that. Um, Runs are there any more? And, like K City's like six. Six. Yeah, that's about six and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just Cheers. put your router in the toilet? <laughs> I don't know what's going on with it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I feel bad for you because I feel your experience is being shortchanged. You're going to say, fuck these guys. No. Come on, we're going to drunk. All right. Please, please, if you're watching the YouTube, don't, don't, don't hold our, um, uh, hold our, our, our good Flint's connection against us. Yeah, I think uh, Newsom's probably cutting your fucking bandwidth. <laughs> I think he is. <laughs> um, uh, are there any other doors in the hall, or does it just continue on? Not in the hallway you guys are in. Like I said, if you look to your left to the south, it goes for about 20 feet, and then it goes to the west. Mm -hmm. Or if you look to the right, which is to the north, it goes for 70 feet and then turns to the, to the west. But you can't see around those corners. So All right, left or right? Mm, let's Running do up. the left since that's a little closer. All right. Okay. Rule of left. So as I was mentioning, this hallway itself is 10 feet wide. You go down mm -hmm. the 20 feet and you look to your right and you see that this hallway extends for 60 feet and it ends in an iron, uh, in an iron door. Mm. From where you can tell, it looks very ornate. You can also see three doors along the north wall of this hallway. One of them is right at ten feet, then at twenty feet, then at thirty feet. Scooby, do it! Everybody, take a door and open it. To be Rapper. where are you at in the middle of this uh, of these guys? Um, I'm in the middle of the pack. Okay, what is everybody's marching order? Let's let's get that down. Probably, Dempsey's I was going to say probably Dempsey's front. Um, Warren can see just fine with or without the torch, so Warren will take second. Flint's down. Man. You bringing up the rear Flint? That's fine. Don't extend beyond that uh, Cat 6 cable, all right? <laughs> is it still low light? Up. It's still low light in here other than the, yeah, the light. Yeah, if, if the light ever changes, I'll let you guys know. <clears throat> but for the okay. uh, for the sake of running the AP, let's just say everything in here right now is low lit. Well, okay. right now, the Except torch... Except for Warren's torch. Yeah. Well, Dempsey's Dem torch. Dempsey's torch. Okay. Um, so just for reference, a normal torch gives 20 feet of, of bright light and then another 20 feet of dim light or low light. Um, Warren can double that, which is what he's doing. So it's 40 and then 40. Okay. Well, you could definitely, like I said, you could see within the confines of the radius of this light exactly mm -hmm. what I described. Even in the low light itself, you can see that this... Uh, that this door itself is just like this dark, thick, iron-looking thing. Mm -hmm. But it looks like it's got symbols on it. Uh, mm. Can't tell from this distance. Make them out. What is that, thaumaturgy you're doing with the torch? No, control flames. No. Um, now, if you wanted the torch to be, like, purple, that would be thaumaturgy. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't do that already. Duh! Um, so which... Which door? Let's just go down the row here. Okay. So we'll go to the first one. Okay. I'd like You'll... to. I'd like to look at that first door and just see if if I can detect 
any traps. Okay. Go ahead and make your uh, make a check for me, please. It's twenty. Twenty. You do not detect nice. any traps. Hey, hey guys, this this door looks okay. Um, I I'll give that uh, knob a. What uh, hinges are on what side? Left side. Door handle on the right. Looks like it opens into the hallway. Okay. Um, I am going to step closer to the hinges uh, with my left hand and say, hey, guys, this one doesn't appear to have um, any traps. I'm going to try this door handle. So I give the handle a try. Stevie, does it have a door lock by any chance? Don't know yet. I want to try the I want to try the handle first. It is locked. Okay. Is there and there is a keyhole on the uh, outside? There is. Hey, Flint, can you toss me those keys that you had? And Flint gives you the keys. I'll toss them over to you, buddy. Okay. Thank you. And I think um, we had what? It was a bronze key, um, one with a skull, and then there was one other type. I think on one with three an keys, iron. right? Yeah. yeah. Iron key, bronze key, and then one that looked like a skull. Okay, so I'm going to try the bronze key first. Bronze. Okay. You slide it in, and it unlocks. Oh. We learned our lesson. Um, I'll I'll remove that key. I toss the keys back to Flint. Thank you. And um, I look at Dempsey and say, hey, I'm going to swing this door open. Be prepared. And with my left hand, I turn it, and I swing that door inward to the room. Okay. It actually swings into the hallway. Oh, into the hallway. Yeah, it opens into the hallway. Like you would pull it towards yourself. Okay. So we're basically, we're blocking the, the the passage going towards the iron door. Yes. Half of it. Because the door is five feet wide. The, the hallway is ten feet wide. Okay. So. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. You I'm open it up. Old. And you yeah. see inside there, there's a... Uh, it's a 10 foot by 10 foot room mm-hmm. and along uh, the east and west and northern walls are all these cachet pockets that have all these bottles uh, laying horizontal with the, the heads of them pointing downwards, the ass ends mm-hmm. pointing up and some, some of the cachets are, are empty. Okay. Um, feel that this uh, this particular room feels a little cooler than the hallway. Okay. Does this look like it's some sort of um, I don't know. Uh, are, are, are the bottles empty? Does this appear to be like a, a wine storage or? Uh, where are you guys still in the hallway? Where do you? Oh, uh, just... I mean, Warren would kind of like peek around the corner, but from the bottles, the you can see all the all the uh, the heads of them. The there's a cork in each one that are that's in one every one of these caches that are occupied, mm-hmm. and they're all wax sealed. So you okay. get the feeling that whatever's in them, it does contain whatever liquid is in them. Okay. Um, I make an after you gesture to Dempsey. Sure, we'll step in. He's worked like as a bouncer at enough bars to be like, I think the man liked his liquor. <laughs> I have a little secret for you, Mr. Dempsey, is most people with coin will buy their liquor. Drink is going to get my drink on. (laughs) So you look in there, and the room probably is equipped to hold probably about (gasps) 700 bottles of wine. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
Damn. There's probably about three quarters of the room stocked with wine, though. Mm -hmm. As though a great deal of them, uh, well, quarter of, of the slots are empty. Okay. Um, is it literally just the racks and the bottles of wine? Is there anything That's else? It. Uh, from okay. where you can tell, from where you are, even just given a cursory inspection, you don't see anything else. Mm. Warren will take like one minute and just kind of like try to identify where like some of the wines are from. Okay, you see some from Osirian, some from Taldor, uh, you see some from uh, like North Wall. Mm -hmm. uh, are these also ones Miramar. that have been like? Are these also ones that have been like? aging for like an elf's yeah, they, lifetime? Yeah, they definitely look to be high-end wine. Uh, mm -hmm. just, just very fine and rare vintages. Okay. You know, some of them have these beautiful labels of like this large, long-ass bridge. You see little people beneath it. And it reminds you of uh, Magdamar where they had that long-ass bridge that stretched out into the sea, you know? Mm. One of them was like, the, the Eye of Ebidango will get you high drink, and, you know, <laughs> shit like that. Just all kinds of different vintages and things of that nature. Thanks. So. And it is all wine, not other liquor. Unless you start popping the corks and tasting what they are. And, and if you've been to each one of these different uh, lands, you may not know. I mean... Dwarves think that spirits are, you know, that's like hard-ass rum whiskey and shit like that, you know. Dwarves think of that as just flavored water, so. Spicy water. Yeah. This stuff is nothing to him. Yeah. Right. Um, spent a good hour or two in that room. Yeah. Warren will just kind of like nod the eyes and say, uh, I don't think that there's uh, anything that needs to be specifically noted in here. Wine room for okay. the connoisseur. Okay. Um, Step back out and head to the next door. Yes. Next door. Huh. Is there writing on this door as well? No, you there was no there's writing like... on the first door. Oh, okay. None of these three doors seem to have any writing on it. It's just the one that's all the way down to the west. The big iron door iron seems door. to have oh, okay. uh, symbols and whatnot on those. So one has a sign that says wine. Oh, the next one says bathroom. <laughs> Men's bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll I'll go up to that second door, which is you said was they're twenty feet apart between the first and the second. Uh, ten feet apart. Ten feet. Okay. And I am right? going to yeah, ten feet apart. Do another perception check, see if I see any trap. Okay. Ooh, twenty again. You do nice. not detect any traps. This door opens the exact same way that the other one would, with the hinges on the left, handle on the right. Looks like it comes out into the hallway as well. Okay, I'm going to try that handle again. It is locked. Hey, Flint, can I have those keys again? <laughs> sure thing. And hold on to it until we clear this room. Okay, thank you. No problem. Okay. Nice little Foley work there. <laughs> <laughs> Stick it in the lock. Uh, bronze key. Okay. And you hear the lock disengage. Okay, I remove the key. I place it into my, my bag. And... Uh, <laughs> Um, I will uh, open that door into the hallway. I'm going to okay. be kind of behind the door, but kind of off to the side of it. And you see in this 10 by 10 room, you see just large caches of uh, sides of beef, pork, 
mutton, fowl, fish, and all of them. But the problem is that you see them through what appears to be a large wall of ice. As though they're on the other side of this wall of ice. Hmm. You see them on different hooks, you see them on different shelves. It's like an Amish ice house in here. You feel this. I can't go in there and pull it air, just, just break some bones. Eking right. out and permeating into your skin as you you just can't help but start shaking a little just with the the enormity of of frost that is you know the cold air that's coming out of this small ass room is the entire length of the room this ice wall it is hmm interesting how do you guys think that they get the meat from the other side i'm sure there was some sort of charm or something that would precede the ice wall possibly a password hmm Boy, it's hot in here. Hmm, Does the ice melt? No. That's <laughs> not it. Um, Warren, Warren will take just a quick second and glance in and see if um, he can note any inscriptions or anything that might be like a passphrase for the wall. Okay. Uh, make a perception check. Uh, that is a 14. The passphrase is ice, ice, baby. Yeah, um, you don't see anything that w- might give you any indication as to uh, what created this. But as you're looking, uh, make an arcana check. Get us some steaks, dog. All right. That one's a little better. That's a 19. 19. You could definitely tell that this wall was not naturally created. This actually looks as though it's, it's some kind of a spell, most likely a... Uh, wall of ice mm-hmm. that's been created to encapsulate all these items. Yeah. Encapsulate or encapsulate? In case. In case you want to use the word encapsule. <laughs> Any of his helpers or whatever would have English been. majors, we are not. No. Uh, not. We have an English major here. Oh, do we? You've yes, got, that's oh. You've got to understand <laughs> that... Uh, I'm way outside of my sleepy time over here. But anyways, that's what you get in this room right here. Okay. Uh, Warren just kind of like shakes his head after doing like a quick look around. Well, we found the pantry or the the the, the butcher room. Let's. Uh... Besides the big door, this whole uh, underground seems pretty mundane so far. Agreed. Why keep it a secret? Yeah. I'm sure the answer to that will be behind the large door. Let's let's just make sure that there's no other surprise waiting for us in this other door before we go look at go oh, knocking on some iron. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll I'll move down to the third door and again try the uh, the door handle. It is locked. Warren, hey. where are you at, Warren? Uh. I'm probably, I was probably just like inside the door and then suggested that we just check this last door before moving on to the iron door. And um, I would imagine I'm probably about to turn out of the doorway and leave as Stabby gets up to the next door. Okay. As you hear this sonic blast come out of the lock, just as he's checking this trap, and I need you to make a con save, Stubby. 
I didn't say I was checking the trap yet. I thought you said you were. No, I said I tried the door handle. Okay, it is locked. Okay. <laughs> la, la, la. <laughs> I just said I tried the handle. I didn't. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to mute this motherfucker right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, is the cobalt found us. Yeah, the cobalt found us. <laughs> um, okay, it so you said, okay, but you you did say that we, uh, I basically triggered a sonic trap by trying the door handle. I thought you were unlocking it. Um, no, I just was trying one. the handle. Just trying the handle. That would trigger it, though. Just trying the handle would trigger yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, what do I need to roll for damage? Uh, no, you need to make a con save. Con save. That would be a 15. Okay, you're going to take half of this. You take three points of sonic damage as this thing just blasts you. That's the half damage? That's the half damage, yeah. Okay. Like a little droplet of blood coming down like your ear. And you hear it reverberate and then just die off. I got to shake it off, shake my head, and it's like, whoa. Mm -hmm. Guess I should have checked for the trap before I tried that door handle. The um, other two. <laughs> well, the problem is that's why I wanted to know where Warren was at, because he probably could have detected that mm. as he was coming out and you're fiddling with the handle. That's okay. I took the damage for everybody, so it's good. We, 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 appreci we appreciate your contribution, Sappy. So that, that Sonic Trap, though, is a one-shot deal, right? One shot. Okay. Uh, I'll uh, remove the keys from my bag. And I will try the bronze key again. See if third time's a charm. And again, the door unlocks. Okay. Uh, hey, guys, there was a sonic trap here. So I think this room may have some uh, interesting uh, items in it. I, what? I... What was that? <laughs> I can't hear you. He's like screaming because he can't hear himself talking. There may be some interesting items. <laughs> Why are you yelling? <laughs> um, I took I tuck my keys back into my bag and I open the door. Uh, my back keys. The <laughs> I gave it to him for 10 minutes. <laughs> the okay. keys that have been lent to me. You open the door and you see another 10 by 10 room with a, a bench in the back with a almost looks like a hutch on top with little uh, little cubby holes all along the back side of it. MC really wants to go in first. Cubby holes or glory holes? <laughs> cubby holes. <laughs> Unzip and find out. <laughs> what you don't know is that those uh, glory holes there are actually mimics. Oh, oh gosh. Shit. It's good for <laughs> the worst kind. <laughs> Tell me what um, you want to do. Uh, Dempsey will step into the room. Okay. He, you I get this strong smell of like uh, pugnant herbs, some sweet stenchers. Uh, Is it sticky? No, no. It just it it feels almost as though um, like I remember when my I'd go to my grandparents' house and my grandfather would smoke a pipe or a cigar, and through the years it would just hang in the air. Like a humidor. You, you get that. What's that? Maybe it's like a humidor. Uh, but it doesn't smell like any type of smoking weed. So, hmm, interesting. Hmm. 
Uh, I'll follow Dempsey after, you know, making sure that nothing else goes off. Okay. Can I check for any danger? Any sure. bear rugs laying around? Yeah, there. no, this, well, the floor is completely stone. Oh, I rolled a one, so I don't see shit. Nope, you see Warren just push right past you. <laughs> Warren, as you look in at these different cubby holes, tell me what you mm -hmm. want to do. They look like um, little pull-out drawers. Okay, so what is the sense of this room from the uh, sensibilities of a very experienced practitioner of the arcane arts? You would get the feeling, you'd get the sense that what you're smelling are uh, rare components, stuff that you probably haven't Ooh. smelled in a couple hundred years. Mm -hmm. um, things that you knew helped you pass your test. Okay. Given to you uh, by some individual, the knowledge. So Warren will like look around and you guys like kind of like see him like close his eyes and like take in the scent. And he goes like, that is ginseng. That is uh, dragon's wart. That is black mushrooms. Um, and then afterwards he said, be very careful what you touch in here. I believe this was his uh, spell component, um, possibly storage. Um, uh, some of these things might actually be a bit more dangerous. Um, Warren's gonna take a moment and look around and see if there is anything that catches his eyes that would be a particularly rare spell component. Well, they're all in little cupboards, uh, mm -hmm. like little pull drawers. Are they? Are any of them labeled? None of them are labeled. Interesting. You'd almost get an idea that an individual like Hung Clay probably wouldn't label his shit. Mm -hmm. Most okay. likely he would know exactly what is in what where he, yeah exactly and what he would need to complete whatever uh spell component he would require for a particular spell okay um uh warren will just see it, like he'll take a second and and just make sure that there's nothing else of note in there and then he will um put an entry on the inventory of um spell component storage be very very careful in here I figured you're gonna start popping them open. Yeah, you've got a little bag, a little uh, pouch of zigzags on the bench and shit, you know. Some papers. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's this. That's... Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say no. Warren, Warren thinks that this is a room that does need to be very meticulously gone through, and there could potentially be a large amount. There could potentially be an incredible value of items in here but it's something that's going to require some very careful time and um, someone who's able to take the appropriate magical precautions. And that so. might be the individuals that come in and actually put a, uh, a value on the stuff because mm -hmm. they're not asking you to do that to, uh, a, you know, like every little kind of, thing. Yeah. They just want you to inventory this stuff. So, mm -hmm. yeah, we're just the, you know, do boys. Well, she, she made a specific, uh, request that not only do you inventory, but she believes that Hunkley's Manor is has traps and stuff, and she wants to make sure that you disarm the traps, whether by falling on them or, or whatever. You know, we're getting eaten by them in the case of the bear rug. Fair yeah, well. 
if we're done with the old sticky icky icky room, you'll want to run to the um, ornate room. Uh, yeah, I think that's the last door down here, right? It is. Yes. And from where you are, it's uh, about another 30 feet to the west. Okay. Um, I will be very careful because I still feel like there's another pit trap in here waiting on us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell me what you want to do as you proceed to the to the final door. So just torch out. He's looking and he's probably moving like half speed, just putting his foot down, kind of testing weight, putting his foot down, testing weight, that kind of thing. Just like right foot moving almost like a, like in a boxer stance, kind of half back, half back. Uh, you want to make a perception check? 12. 12? From what you can tell as you're making your way down, step, step, torch, torch, you don't detect anything uh, abnormal as you progress down. Uh, you just don't detect any traps whatsoever or anything else like that. He's like, um, seems good. Warren will take a second and uh, will, as we get closer to the door, see if he can make up the inscriptions on it. Okay. Why don't you make that arcana check for me, please? Certainly. Is it not a specific language? It may not be. All okay. I know is I have a particular number I'm looking for. Uh, is the number 20? That's higher than the number I'm looking for. Oh, hey. You see That's that the these, are, these are particular symbols, in fact not words, and you recognize that they are uh, obscure glyphs employed to imprison dangerous summoned creatures. Uh, so, like, Dempsey's doing this, and I kind of imagine, like, we're at this point, we're about, like, 15 feet, like, Dempsey's 15 feet away yeah, from the door. Yeah, you're going 20, 15, getting up to the 10. You could see over and then his shoulder. Warren the just reaches. In line. Right. He's just like, hell yeah, let's open out. up. And, like, just grabs Dempsey and is like, no, we don't want anything. We may have to deal with this door. I'm quite certain we will. Yeah, but I'd will. much rather check everything else out first. Understood. Well, let's take that up next session. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't fall on a pit. Maybe yep. you find one. There's always next week. The only thing that kept falling was my internet. Your internet <laughs> sucks, dude. Why don't you dude, just I don't know my man. router, dude. I don't know. It, it, I, I don't know. It's only on... The toilet? On, on Wednesdays. <laughs> Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Audible. And if you like what you're listening to, leave us that five-star rating and review. We've also got a YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20, so if you're into watching, head on over there and hit that like bell, and don't forget to subscribe. We can also be found in the wild on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, so don't forget to check us out and look for us out there. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com where you can also download the current show directly and view our archives and galleries. we got a lot of interesting stuff posted there, so head on over. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash RollTheHard20Podcast where you can become a hard slinger and pick up swag. So, until next session... 
Keep your dice warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.